so for the podcast world, we are doing a mukbang that is going to be available on YouTube. And for YouTube, this is Angie May, and that's Anitra May. And we are She Say, She Say podcast. Check us out. Yes. So we are going to do a mukbang, and mukbang. it is, or a mukbang, because I don't know what it actually is. Right. And we are eating. We're eating. Baked potatoes and uh, cheeseburgers by yours truly, Chef Extraordinaire Anitra of the Tailored Chef Catering Company. Shameless plug. Mm-hmm. And that is her sexy voice, FYI. Oh, and we'll be drinking some. Um, uh, show them what you didn't up and did. So, show them, because I, I don't. Uh, I'm confused as to what is happened. Is you ready? And we gonna drink this, and then y'all will really get to see and hear my sexy voice. <laughs> it's a um, a extra special Victoria's Secret daiquiri. With some of the extras. Extra special. I already know this is going to be disastrous. Yes! I don't know what we're going to talk about (laughs) in the midst of this, this, but you're going to get it how you live, and this this is just what we do, right? This is just what we do. Because we don't don't learn from our mistakes or our... We repeat these kinds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In, In real life, we do better, but this kind, we repeat it constantly. So... Thank Let you. me get you that because I don't need two cups. <laughs> and hopefully if somebody likes the ASRM videos or audio, this, this one is going to be for you because we got a whole lot going on We over got here. a lot going you gonna on. You going to pour the drinks first? Why not? Because the drinks are first. Oh, gosh. And I'm just going to sit here and wait on the... But wait a minute. Oh, I have to say wait. I can't I've get never even seen this big of a, a thing before. Yes. I'm so excited about it. Oh, Lord. Then I can't open it. This is horrible. Oh, Lord. I got to do a... Uh... <laughs> Yo. <laughs> this is horrible. I can't open it. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. We're going to get it open. <laughs> you said get it how you live. Oh, I'm showing the people the real. All right. There we go. This is what we're doing today. Yes. This is horrible. I can't open it. Oh, well, oh I'm gonna do goodness gracious, that, I'm going to have to edit that part out. What? <laughs> it's so loud on the... Uh, oh. <laughs> Wait, Instagram must have did an update or something. What is this? Lord. So I don't know how long this video is going to be. Oh, Lord. Let's fill them up. No, you don't have to do that. Yes. You see all of the... All the flavors in there. I do. Ooh. Is this mine or yours? It doesn't That's matter. Yours. Oh gosh. I Fill definitely need to eat because man, I need this in my life. A, an adult drink, right? Yes. Like, cause life, man. Cause I mean, life. Oh uh, my goodness. That's that's alcohol abuse. You can't let that go to waste. Not at all. Oh. All right. It's so nice and frothy. Gracious. Yes. Let's get this in. Like she said, this is the tailored chef, mm-hmm. CEO extraordinaire, and this this is her not concoction. What's the word? This is her masterpiece. Yeah. So let's unveil the big potatoes. Oh, the that's which one is I this one? I think that's the big potato. Oh, this plate is heavy. I think this might be the burger. No. Oh no, this is the big potato. Anitra May. Yes. Oh, it's so <laughs> Y'all, look at this. 
I don't know if you can even see it. I don't even know. We're going to get it how we live this episode. Yeah, right. Y'all see that? Oh, my goodness. Y'all see that? Yummy baked potato. And I put some sour cream on the side because I didn't want to put it on top yet until we were getting ready to eat. <laughs> and then burgers. Why is that flash so disrespectful? Girl. All right. We're going to get to the video, y'all. It's just we you get it how you live. That's what this is. That's what this I got is. a whole lot going on. I got a whole lot going on. All right. So do we need to, are we going to do the baked potato? Open up. We can wait. We can open the burger. Okay. I just wanted to do that. Just fall. Like, you know, your mama sing you home with some plates and she wrap it up and fall because she don't want to use her Tupperware. Mm-hmm. That's what we got right now. And then, of on. course, Anitra May with the homemade, the very, very delicious burgers. Why you didn't put a tomato on yours? Oh, uh, because I don't eat that. I'm allergic. <laughs> Not really, but that's what I tell people. Because <laughs> I don't like that. I don't want that to touch my food. I don't like tomatoes. Okay, so we got a burger here. I'm just, it's just going to be get it how you live type of thing. I want to take a bite of both. I want to, I just right. want to do. I'm ready. God is good. God is great. Thank God for this food today in Jesus' name. Bless the food and the prepare in Jesus' name. In I Jesus forgot about name. that. Amen. And thank God for this food and the prepare. Amen. I'm just ready. Amen. I'm ready. Let's I'm go. so ready. I don't even have to add anything to this. You already got all the chives and bacon and cheese and stuff on here. Yes. It's sour cream. Oh, my goodness. This is made to perfection. You can always count on Anitra May. Yes, because this is what I do. I cook for always... people that I love. But... Oh, you know what? Well, you did owe me this baked potato, too. You surely did. So I did. I did. So why not? Two for one, right? Why not? A two for one. <laughs> I like to get it all nice and mixed up so that it can be all... Look at this deliciousness. It's so hot. Girl... So I need to I get some uh, salt and pepper. No, taste it before you put salt in it. I know that I know that I have to get salt and pepper. You need to taste it first before you decide that you need salt and pepper. And I'm telling you. Stuff. Okay, just taste it. You might be right. Mm. <laughs> it's good, y'all. It I'm really hungry. is. I'm hungry too. So yeah, this is what I need in my life. This is what we needed. Mm. Yes. Oh, mm. drink. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. Is that a good life? This is a good, good life. life. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you say? It's, mm. it's uh, mm. Victoria's Secret with some extras. It's good. This is so good, y'all. Oh, Jesus. To my nine if I can If I can't make it to work tomorrow, you got to go take my place. <laughs> I'm going to try. What time do you go? You and all your bright ideas. 8 a.m. Right. Oh, God, I can't do that. <laughs> Mm-mm. That sounds fearful. And it says to be just... pushed by your dreams. No, be led by your dreams and pushed by your fear. And that sounds fearful. So I have to drop my baby off at school. I'm just dropping her off at 8 o'clock. I'm sorry. Mm. This is good. Thank you, girl. I try. I got to get a bite. <clears throat> got to get a bite of the burger. So, oh, you can take a bite first. Oh, and ahead. then I'll ask you, how was your day? Go ahead. Mm. <laughs> I completely forgot. I'm going to have to, like, you know, dab. Mm. My day was good. It just got made better. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, 
I want to eat and, you know, be hungry when we do this. Yeah. And this is also like my last meal, y'all, because <clears throat> oh, I'm trying to get my life. You surely and, were fasting. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. I'm going back, though. And I'm not going to be eating any bread and no sugar mm. yeah, at all for at least a month. Like, I have to get my body right, get it together, like, from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll definitely uh, be doing intermittent fasting uh, with a mix of my own version of keto and um, what did you do anitraisms. To you got a little... What did you do to this? What do you mean? How did you make this? Um, I cooked the potatoes. No, how did you get it to... How did you do that? Mm. My mm-hmm. daddy told me that... I mean, you never been to no place and got a baked potato. It's almost as if you cut the potato open. No. Nope. You put mashed potatoes in here and then you close it back up like a. Nope. How did you do this? It's a secret. You got to know how to cook the potato to make it tender and just right. So you're not going to give us the cheese? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I will tell you that it takes a while to cook a potato. Like you can cook it. A baked potato, you can actually bake it, put it in the oven, or you can do it in a microwave. But either way, whichever method, it takes a while. Of course, it takes longer in the oven. But, you know, you have to have a little patience to cook a potato if you want it right. I hate chunky potatoes. I, I like it to be soft like this. I like it to almost have that mashed potato consistency. Mm-hmm. So, I have no idea what we're going to talk about after I finish this because I'm going to go to sleep. Girl, how was your day? How was work? It was long. It was, it was long. It was long, and it was quiet though. So okay. And yeah. I didn't do anything at work productive, <laughs> meaning things for my personal self. You know, no, I didn't gotcha. do anything. I didn't read a book. I didn't write anything. I didn't jot down anything. I didn't do anything today. Today felt like a Monday almost. Oh, I'm completely making a mess. Oh, so tell us, tell everybody about this 30 to pay. Let me tell y'all. See how excited she gets? Oh my goodness. (laughs) She get excited. So I am excited about this. It's called 30 Days to Pay and it's an ebook. I was looking for some kind of challenge or some kind of motivation, something to inspire me to get my production up. Um, Besides being a chef, I'm a realtor. I'm working on a boutique, amongst other things that I want to do and that I am doing that are just not out for the world yet. But everybody's goal, whether you're a nine-to-five employee, whether you're a part-time employee, part-time entrepreneur, full-time entrepreneur, whatever it is, um, everybody wants to make money. And it's not all about the money, but let's be honest, money provides the money is truly about the resources that it provides, the things that you can provide. And you definitely have a better quality of life when you have coinage, okay? Mm-hmm. So I was looking for different things, and I wasn't able to really find anything that resonated with me or anything that was just <clears throat> like some guidelines of how to be more productive, how to make more money. I couldn't find anything, like I said, that resonated with me or anything that didn't cost a million dollars. And I'm think I'm all about investing in yourself and investing in your business. But let's be real. If I'm just starting out as an entrepreneur or if I'm already a full-time entrepreneur, 
and I'm not making the money that I want to make. Do I truly have $300, $400, $500 to invest in a course or a program? Not always. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for something. Like I said, I couldn't find it. And you know, I was like, you know what? If I can't find it, I'm going to create it myself and follow it and see what I can do. Because I get a lot of information from being a realtor, being in business as long as I have been, and just research that I've done. So I put together a comprehensive easy to follow ebook called 30 days to pay. I am currently rejoining the program and tracking my progress on social media. And I'll be posting videos periodically showing my numbers from day one, from week one to week two to week three, week four, doing the 30 days to pay. And then the Ebook will be available for purchase to everybody, to anybody who is just starting a business, already has a business, wants to earn more money, gain more clientele, increase production, and just all around have a better business model for yourself, for your business and a better model for yourself to follow personally. And so it's a lot of tips and tricks. It's things that you should do every single day different challenges every day and every day is a different task for you to do and some of the tasks are absolutely going to push you it's going to get some people out of their comfort zones but greatness is on the other side of the comfort zone Mm -hmm. so if we really want to get to our fullest potential if we want to live the lives that we say we want to live we got to do something different we have to push ourselves so that's what this book is going to do It is going to push you, increase your revenue, increase production, and just an all-around change in 30 days. And I really, truly believe in this. I'm so excited about it. And I know it's going to be successful because it's going to help people. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be successful because of it. So that's the real exciting thing for me. So yeah, I'm going to start up. That's good. Stop in my face. You were about to say something about the New Orleans daiquiri. You about to say something about Fat Tuesday, maybe? Mm. Oh, yeah. For my people who are not from New Orleans, I know they have daiquiri shops in other places, but it's not like New Orleans. Even if they have the franchise Fat Tuesday, it's um, not the same. It's not the same. So when you come to New Orleans, everybody says, go on bourbon and, you know, get you a um, hand grenade. And I'm not saying don't do that because I'm, I'm with that. Get you a hand grenade. <laughs> but also go to a daiquiri shop here and get you a daiquiri. And the hooder, the daiquiri shop, the more potent the drinks. Go in at your own risk. I'm just saying. But Don't say hooder. No, the hooder. The more ghetto. Hooder. Hooder. <laughs> I meant hooder. The more hooder, hooder. Do you understand me? Mm-mm. Hooder. Hood, I meant that. I absolutely meant but that. But seriously, though, the deeper into the hood you get, yeah, that's probably the daiquiri shop word. you won't go to. Right. <laughs> They got that work. Because they don't care. They want you to get just as lit Ooh, just as they do if they were coming to get a daiquiri. And then you're going to buy more. So. Mm-hmm. And this is good. And you said this was Victoria's Secret with extra-ish? Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. I told the hook herself. She said, okay, baby, I got you. And she did her job. Well. And we going to drink this whole thing. We're not. Did y'all see that thing? It's the size of my body. Mm-mm. <laughs> who, who even thought, hey, let's put it in a... Uh, <laughs> grocery bag, you know, <laughs> whoever thought that. Well, to piggyback off of what Anitra was saying about 
the 30 days to paid and she was looking for something and the information just wasn't out there. On my most recent episode of the podcast, Sincerely Angie Podcast, shameless plug. <laughs> we all about it. I talked last week's, ep- well, this week's episode, which was called Sharing is Caring. And I basically talked about how there's a lot that we don't know. There's a lot of information that we just weren't granted or we did not have the luxury of growing up because mm-hmm. either our parents didn't know they wanted, weren't exposed to it and because they came up in a different generation. We have cell phones, so we are able to easily pick up a phone and Google something to find mm-hmm. information. Back then, you had to go to encyc- encyclopedias and dictionaries and thesauruses to and find other certain, people. And other people. And if they didn't know because they're in your neighborhood, then... You're basically shit out of luck. So what I did um, in the podcast, well, the reason I talked about it is because I watched the Netflix documentary explained and the episode was the racial wealth gap. And I just basically talked about how there's always going to be that wide gap from whites versus blacks because there's a lot that we don't know and that we're not exposed to. So anytime I feel anytime you learn something like Anitra is trying this 30 days to paid and then she's going to put the ebook out there and she's documenting. Anytime you learn something, share that with somebody. And I also said that it is perfectly fine for you to have a craft or have a knowledge of something and sell that knowledge by doing seminars and conferences or whatever. But I feel like if it's somebody who is near you and around you and you see somebody that does not know something or needs help with something, Extend that olive branch to say, hey, guess what? I've never tried this myself, but Mm -hmm. I heard that this works. You may want to try that. Because the more that we don't know, it says, you know, people shall perish for their lack lack of knowledge. Amen. We don't, we got to do better, you know? So that's what that episode was about. And as an Aries, I was very passionate. So I recorded it like four times. (laughs) And I was like, I'm over it. Y'all just going to get it how you live because... This is just how I feel. I feel like we need to stop being so comfortable in our ignorance. And I'm not saying that everybody is ignorant. Is that, oh, we don't know something, so, oh, it doesn't apply to me. I don't need to. No. We need to get out of that, get out of our shells, get out of our comfort zone. And I talked about you can't help everybody because there are some people who feel like, I want you to do it for me. Help me out. You need to do it for me. And I'm like, I'm telling you about it. That's as much information as I could give you. Mm -hmm. You go out and do the work. So for the lazy people... You may not be able to help them, for, but for the people who just, they just are in a lacking stage where they just can't get to whatever they need to get to, help that person out. And yeah, I see like a lot of like Super and, and Judy, they've been talking about recently, or even since they got famous and rich and stuff, how people are always having their hand out. They always want something for, from them. And in the beginning, they were so giving, you know, they were handing out, giving out things mm-hmm. and just... And then it came to a point where it's like, no, people really just have ulterior motives. Absolutely. And they, some people are just users and they will use you by any means necessary. Yeah. So I just, that that's my whole little soliloquy. I just think that, you know, we need to share more knowledge to people. And that's why on my podcast platform, you may get something talking about sex and then you may get something talking about finances. But in the, in the midst of all of that, you got to hear my heart. I'm trying to help right. us. I want us to be different. I want us to be Level up, man. Absolutely. And I'm not in the best place or the highest place, so I'm not probably a financial expert. But if I learn something, you trust you're going to get it. You're going to learn. <laughs> Let me piggyback off of that. We're piggybacking today. We're piggybacking, right. <laughs> because in New Orleans, um, some of us, and 
don't get me wrong. I'm and I think I know what you're about to say. Not bashing my city at all because I love it. I love my people. I'm here for my people. But on our show, you know, we're just all about being transparent and telling the truth. And in my city, there are a lot of people who are stuck on old, antiquated ways. So sometimes they have that crab in a barrel mentality. I knew it. <laughs> where they, you know, want to pull you down. They mm-hmm. want you to be on their level. Or they want you to do good, but just not better than them. Mm-hmm. And that's ridiculous. But I've also seen that spread across across social media based on some things that people say and I have a product that I'm coming out with 30 days to pay the ebook it's going to be affordable it's not going to cost people a million dollars because I want it to be accessible Mm -hmm. because I want it to help people um during my journey of showing people what this um ebook can do I'm going to be very transparent there will be some stuff that I'm just giving away free things that's going to come along with this process. I said all of that to say that giving somebody something, be it something paid or something for free, takes nothing away from you. If you have a trade and you show somebody else how to do that trade absolutely free, I promise you they will not be able to take your business. One person can't service everybody. There's enough for everybody. Mm -hmm. If we stop having that crab in the bucket mentality, Oh my God, we can get so much further. further as a people, yes. We could be, <clears throat> I, I'm just thinking about it, thinking that where our generation could be, if people weren't so stuck on, I have this information and I'm not going to share it. Oh, this is only for me. I don't want to share it with anybody else. I worked hard to get this information. I'm not going to share it with anybody else. Yeah. And guess what? I remember watching um, something it was Oprah when she was opening her school in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's an all-girls school. And Oprah said, and I don't know if this was a quote from somebody else, if this is something she came up with, but I think it's absolutely true. And if everybody really honed in on this thing, we'd be a lot further. But she said, if you teach a boy something, then, you know, you've taught somebody how to do something. He's going to take that knowledge and he's going to apply it. But if you teach a woman how to do something and you've pretty much taught everybody because she's going to take that and she's going and that's how it should be we should share i want everything that i know i want her to know everything she know i want to know why so that we can we're different we're not the same so she might take that information and do one thing with it and i might take it and do something else with it it doesn't take anything from her to share something good with me Mm -hmm. and vice versa Mm -hmm. even if we had the same business even if we were doing the exact same thing it doesn't take away from either one of us we have got to stop that because we'll get so much further we can get a lot further when it's more than one of us Mm mm-hmm we can get a lot further. They say it's lonely at the top, but it's only lonely because of that mentality. It doesn't have to be lonely at the top. I want to be with my friends. Right. I want my friends to be with me. Well, um, I also, I mentioned that about the crabs in the barrel mentality as well. And I also, I didn't mention that I want to in one of the, the episodes that I recorded that I did not use. <laughs> I talked about, you know, that famous quote where they say, Teach a man to fish. I mean, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Mm-hmm. Teach a man to fish, he'll eat for, for a lifetime. lifetime. Yep. Excuse me. And it's just, that's just, that is what I want to put out there. I want to put out there that, hey, I cannot always do it for you. Or everybody cannot always do it for you. But if you learn and somebody is teaching you to do it, 
you go and you and then pay it forward. Yeah. You know, tell somebody else to teach somebody else. Like you withholding information is not going to solve anything. And like she said, when you get to the top, if you're not reaching back to pull anybody up there with you, it's gonna be very lonely. And you're gonna you're gonna think everybody changed, you know. That's not the case. Not the case. No, you know, so I mean there's levels to it. And I I I respect whoever gets on whatever level. It's just that you have different cultures and communities mm-hmm. that work amongst themselves and we don't hear a got doggone thing about them. Nope. And y'all know I'm talking about the Koreans, the Asians, Chinese, Vietnamese, all of them. You don't hear them talking you know, pitting themselves against one another. No, right. it's only people of a different hue. Like mm-hmm. they they build their own own uh businesses basically from a community, you know, within their own community, they all put their money in um in a type of pool I heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true this is cuz I don't live in their community, but they put it in a pool and they work together for one person to start a business and then the next year the next person or however they do whatever mm-hmm. their their um method is or their their uh mode of operation is but that's what they do and it's like why why are we always like oh well she this and oh well he that why why does it see when you make that face that's a problem okay <laughs> that's a problem let me tell y'all she is absolutely correct so in the apartment complex where my parents live um there they stay in a stayed in the townhouse and the people next door they worked at brothers now brothers is a local gas station chain here mm-hmm um, and you would see they were, um, of Middle Eastern descent. Okay. And it was probably say eight of them living in this, um, two or three bedroom apartment. They didn't have a whole lot of furniture. And so I asked one day, you know, give me the lowdown. Cause the same thing she said, of course, you know, we've heard that, but I wasn't sure if that was, you know, true or not, but I know everybody worked at brothers and I knew that I'd noticed that they rotated like it'll be a group of them for a while staying there and then another group will come in like you know what's going on well what they do is it's like a one to two year plan so everybody everybody they open a franchise they open a store and everybody works in that store while they're working in that store they are saving and building money for one of those people who are working in that store to get their own store. And then they continuously do that mm-hmm. until they, when they've gotten down to however many people. And I mean, we're not talking about, I'm going to say anywhere from six months to two years. It just depends on the location from what the guy said. So within six months, they can, everybody can have their own stores or partners in stores. And then they bring people from their country. So uh, from other places. So you have eight of them staying here now. All right, we didn't got four of them in the store. Okay, so four of you guys need to go somewhere else and help somebody else build their store. You're going to get eight more people to come in, fresh new people to work in the stores, and they distribute them. And this is all family. Mm-hmm. Or even if they're not blood relatives, they are friends or whatever. There's a deep connection, and they continuously do this until everybody has their own store. So everybody... Every family is represented in a store. Wow. That is amazing. So they don't come here and try to hurry up and, and guess what? There would only be like one or two cars or only one car. Sometimes you would see them walking. Wow. Walking. Everybody didn't have a car. They would all pile up and guess what? Every morning, every morning, they would all leave out the house together with their uniforms on ready to work. 
Wow. Ready to work. So in our community, and when I say our community, I mean the African-American community and in America, we got it fucked up. We absolutely have it fucked up. I had a conversation with my daughter who is 11 and she was saying when she made 18 things that she was going to do. And I said, what makes you think that you're going to do that or that you can't? She said, well, I'm going to be 18 and you know, I'm grown. I said, girl, wait a minute. No, 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 no. 18 is not grown. So we're going to back the line up. I said, in our country, we have it really messed up that at 18, we let people go off to war. They go off to college, you know, by themselves. And, you know, they have this mentality that they're grown, but they're not even legal age to drink. Yeah. So that right there tells me it's kind of crazy. But in other cultures, in other countries, the especially the daughters, but the children are not made to move out of the house until they get married or until they are ready. At, in America, oh, 18, college or not, you got to go. Yeah. Why? What makes you think that at 18, no matter how you raise your kids, no matter what you teach them, that at 18, they are ready for that. Right. And they don't have to be ready for that at 18 they're still a teenager Mm -hmm. you know why so much crazy shit happens at college and i'm all for college don't get me wrong i have my own set of degrees but you know why so much crazy shit happens at college because you have a bunch of horny ass crazy teenagers with no supervision running around getting to do whatever they want to they're not mature enough yet Mm -hmm. but we think that they are and we push them out the door so quickly in other countries they don't do that stuff that's why when these people, they prepare them. Truly, they are prepared. And then when the girls do leave the house and they have a husband, their fathers make sure they have a husband who can financially take care of them. They already have a house. Like, they're set up. They're not struggling, man. We push our kids out to go out and struggle and say yeah. that that's teaching them. That's not teaching them shit. That's not teaching them. Life comes with its own set of challenges. And I don't want my daughter to struggle financially mm-hmm. ever in her life. Ever in her life, when the moment that she leaves my house, because life is going to hit you from angles and and Mm -hmm. stuff is going to happen. But financially, she's going to be smart. She's going to know how to manage her money and she's going to have plenty of it. I promise you that she's going to have plenty of it. She's going to have money because she's going to have earned it. She's going to have a trust fund because I'm not busting my ass for nothing. And she's going to be wise. She's going to know how to invest her money and all of that stuff. So she won't have any financial struggles because I don't care what anybody says that um, money makes everything better and easier. It makes everything better and easier. When people say, um, you know, if you lonely money can't fix that and fix this and fix that. That's a lie. <laughs> that's an absolute lie. I've said you it don't before. Think so? Okay. So let me tell you this, right? Every people have their own little fundamental issues, their psycho mental <laughs> issues, all of that stuff, right? But if you broke, right, and you lonely, you may not be able to afford to go to a therapist and figure out why what's wrong with you. But if you got money, you can go to the therapist and figure out why, and you can get unlonely and then be happy with your coins. Well, what if the person doesn't go to therapy? And what if they just want to like? What if? <laughs> what if they? What if they don't want to go to therapy? A therapy isn't an option. They don't even think to go to therapy. But what if they try and combat their lonely, lonely, loneliness with money by purchasing a person, like buying a person? They're still going to be lonely at the end of the day. So that is a, again, a fundamental mental issue. Oops. 
and has nothing to do with money because they have the resources available to them that a person who doesn't have the money doesn't have. Mm -hmm. So that fact remains true. So what they choose to do with it or not to do with it is on them. But any ailment that you have, money can absolutely fix. An ailment, yes. But any, and I mean any ailment in life. Let's stick with the lonely thing. If a person is lonely, Mm -hmm. money can't fix that loneliness. It can buy them friends. And is that a true friend then? I don't know. I don't care. See, they no, have... they still gonna be lonely on the inside part because they know that they right. That so if they really don't choose this to... friendship, is not a genuine one. So they're still gonna be lonely. Right. That's why I said that about the buying a person. They're still right. gonna be lonely. At I the get end of what the day. you're saying, but again, I'm going to say to you that money provides <laughs> money provides resources. So whatever you choose to do with your resources is on you. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that again, money can fix any. Almost any problem. Okay, money can't fix that. death. It can't fix death. It cannot, but uh, money it, can't fix everything because you got some rich, sad, broke, mm-hmm. mentally broke people. Uh, right, because they're not their using their resources. Because they're not using their resources. But their money can't buy them love. Their money can't buy them attention. Their money can't buy them affection. True love, attention, and affection. It can buy them help to figure out why they're not getting but it. What if the person does not know to go and pay for help, though? What if they don't even think... What if somebody but money just could still fix it. So money? no, money could still fix it, even if they choose not to. Money could still fix it. You think? Absolutely. Okay. Angie May. Okay. Let, <laughs> let me. Here's the thing, Anitra May. Money you can know fix when it. I say you know. Money you know when I say it. here's the thing is like we're about to get into a back and forth money that never ends. Now I don't think money can fix everything. I don't think the love everything of but money death. is the root of all evil, or is the root of evil. And the thing about it is people put a lot of value behind money and some things just money cannot buy. I truly believe that money cannot fix everything. I don't believe that at all. I totally beg to differ. <laughs> beg? Yes. You because, go beg to differ? Yeah, because that's not true. If we, So one thing that God absolutely gave us was, you know, free will. We have the right to make all kind of choices, decisions or whatever. So it's mm. the same thing with a person with money. If they choose not to use their resources, then that's on them. But money could have fixed it just because they didn't choose to use it. Money could have fixed it. I'm going to think of a scenario and I'm going to ask you what you think. Other than it. death, there's nothing that money can't fix because money can't bring people back. If you lose the loved one, money can't bring somebody back. And so... What about their broken heart from a, the death of a person? What about the broken heart? What's going to fix that? Counseling. Time. Therapy. Counseling. And, you know, like truly dealing with that, that thing or whatever. But that's not, that's not a, that's a problem that broke people and rich people have, right? So that's not necessarily a money thing. However. So that will qualify. And no, That will no. fall under the category nope. of saying that money can't fix it. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because again, <laughs> what I'm about to say is let's choose like counseling overall for a lot of things. Marriages, right? Broke people that have fucked up marriages who can't afford to go to counseling. You know, all they have is um some backwards ass preacher, not the good, not the good preachers, because they got some really who can <laughs> counsel. And then they got, you know, some backwards ass preachers who he messing with the people in the congregation themselves, so he can't counsel yeah. your marriage, okay? <laughs> But that's the only counsel that this broke couple can afford. So their marriage is going to fall apart or they're going to be miserable because they don't 
counseling teaches you tools, how to cope, how to deal with things, how to talk, how to listen, all of these things, mm-hmm. right? So they don't have money, so they're going to get divorced, and then their marriage could have been saved. But if they got some coins, and then they go to counseling, and they listen to that counselor, then boom, bam, pow, their marriage saved. 20 years later, they still happily together. Money can... I don't care what anybody says. Money provides resources. Resources make us happy. It's not about the money. It's about the resources. And if money can't fix everything, I'm going to find out for myself. Give me all the coins and I'll figure it out. <laughs> and I could be by my goddamn self. I'm going to be happy. My tear, my money will dry my tears. When I'm lonely, I will cuddle with the Benjamins. I, I'm going to be okay. And I'm not chasing coins. I'm just saying when people say... Oh, money can't fix everything. It's either a person who's stupid rich or a person who just don't have no money. And I don't know where Angie Mae fits into that because I don't, she's neither. <laughs> I'm definitely not rich and I'm definitely not the other thing, whatever that was. She right. Said. She's, I don't know where she fits into that. <laughs> I'm, 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 but she's not telling the truth either. <laughs> she's not telling the truth either. Cause if something happened today or tomorrow where she needed some coins, she has the resources for whatever it is that she needs. She has the resources to do it. And if she didn't, she would be sitting there thinking, I sure am happy about everything in life. I'm just broke. I don't have money because my car is broke, but I'm okay. I'm happy. No, you're not going to say that. You're going to say, I wish I had the money to get my car fixed. And then when you have the money to get your car fixed, you're going to be happy. You're not going to be sad no more. That's one situation that it That's works. every situation. That's not every situation. But back to what she was saying before, <laughs> before we broke off, before she was saying that she was talking about how her daughter is not going to, mm. you know, be moving out or anything at 18 and all of that. And that is another thing that we have to get out of that mentality that, oh, because I struggled, I had to go through it. She's going to go through it. He's going to go through it. No, that needs to stop because as a community and as a (coughs) culture, we have to stop pushing our kids out there to struggle. We have to set them up for a life that is going to push them into a different tax bracket. And it's not solely about money, but in that lifestyle, in that different tax bracket, there are they are afforded different opportunities. Absolutely. And you know the saying, when you dress better, you feel better. Or when, when you, you look fit, better, you feel, feel better. And when you feel better, you do, do better. better. So if you bring up a, 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 a generation of people, and I, we are the next set of ancestors. We are the next set of generation that has to make mm-hmm. pave a way for the generation that's coming after us. So I believe... That once we get out of that mentality of saying, "Hey, Absolutely. you're you're not you're you're gonna move out at 18 and you're gonna pay your own bills and all of that," no, we need to start them young, set them up young, so that when they are graduating from college, they don't have to get student loans if that is still a thing. And you know, the next couple of years, hopefully, hopefully, education will become free and we don't have to pay for it. But they don't need to be renting. We need to put these apartment complexes out of businesses, okay. or I mean, out of businesses, out of business where they are very few and far in between or changing these apartment complexes into condos instead of Mm -hmm. an apartment where you have to rent. We need to start focusing on owning things and investing and saving and having that rainy day fun. And that's not far-fetched for some people, you know? So we need to get out of that mentality. Absolutely. Absolutely need to get out of that mentality. We need to reprogram ourselves. Mm -hmm. We need to, as black people, Man, so when I hear white folks or other black people talk about um, things that black people need to do and just the answer to all the problems, in my mind, I'm really thinking that, first of all, we have got to start with something so simple, really reprogramming the way that we think. We have been fed such a bullshit our whole lives and our parents have been fed 
bullshit. And of course, their parents were fed bullshit. Hmm? It's hot. Oh, 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 Lord, she, she hot. And the people, the generations before that, they weren't fed anything. Yes. They weren't fed anything. So our mentalities are so effed up. We have to start there. We have to start with our mindset. The way that we talk to each other, the way that we talk to ourselves, we have to start there and absolutely believe that as much as we say black power, this, that, and the other, we still act like we are inferior to somebody. And I know for myself personally, I'm not inferior to no ever. okay? Nobody. But we still have the things that we say as if we are inferior to other people. The the way that we act like um, we can't do what somebody else is doing. That's not true. Mm-hmm. We have to absolutely... <laughs> Here we go again. No, no, yes, yes, no. No, I'm I'm not for it today. I'm not for it. Everybody is getting in trouble. Oh, it's hey, it's okay. You don't want to come in? (laughs) Oh (laughs) somebody was getting in trouble. That's all I was gonna say. Somebody was getting in trouble. (laughs) Sorry about that, (laughs) y'all. We have to seriously talk to ourselves differently. I affirm my daughter every day. I tell her seriously, like things that were, that are kind of cliche, but absolutely true. Like, you know, you can do anything you put your mind to, man, that's some magical shit. Mm -hmm. That's some magical shit right there. And it's the absolute truth. You can, whatever it is that you think about, whatever it is that you focus on is going to find its way manifesting in your life. And I don't mean that, oh, if I think about it, it's going to happen and I don't have to do any work. I don't mean that. But what I absolutely mean is that if you think about it and that's your focus, then your actions are going to go toward that. God is absolutely going to bless the person who is working, right? Mm -hmm. The person who's working, he's going to open those doors for you. You're going to manifest those things into your life that you want. But if you're constantly focusing on negative shit or some negative stuff that somebody told you, negative stuff that you see, that's what's going to keep happening in your life. People wonder why they stay broke. It's not because you can't manage your money. It's because you have a broke mentality. Yeah. You move like a broke person. You act like a broke person. You always saying that you broke. You always saying you don't have any money. All I got money for is this and I don't have anything else. You pull them out. And so God, the universe, whatever you want to say is absolutely saying, okay, well, that's the kind of, that's what they like. They always right. talking about it. That's the energy that they have. That's what they want. We have to reprogram ourselves. Reprogram yourself, reprogram our minds, the way that we speak to each other, the way that we speak to our children, and it will absolutely affect change. I agree. And I can honestly say that I used to be that person five years ago or so where I was saying, I can't save. I don't make enough money to save. I'm not able to save. You know, I'm just, I used to say that. Mm -hmm. And it was not until I applied myself and that I was intentional that something so small as That's a 52 yep. week money challenge caused me to be like, I can save. What was I thinking? And yep. just, and I, and I always give this example, you know, how you think, Oh, I don't make enough or I'm, I don't bring in enough money to be able to go and get a car note. And then you're forced to go and get a car note and you find the money. Like the money is just there. So what, what were you doing before? So you do have to change your mentality. You have to change your mindset. You have to change the way you speak about it. And you have to start speaking positively over yourself because yeah. whatever you say, that is what it is. So mm-hmm. if you say I'm broken, I can't save. Mm, well, you broken, broken, you, you can't, can't save. save. Yes. Yeah, so you have to change it. And being intentional is 
that's the thing right there. That's the word intentional. Intentionality. That's it, it is it is a thing because I'm telling you, like the last three years of my life have been have been very eye opening. I have been learning so much about just everything. And I'm there's something in my teeth, so I'm y'all excuse me. I'm I'm you know. I'm not. Yeah, we were mukbanging. <laughs> I don't have a. Uh, I don't have some type of deformity, or you know, I wasn't a crackhead or something once before, and I have a still. Crackheads. You know, crack crackheads have twitches and stuff like that. Not no disrespect to any former crackhead, but. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. Sorry, we're not trying to offend the crackheads out there. <laughs> very disrespectful <laughs> but yeah no I'm that's, you know I'm just saying like you know I was years ago I've always been financially I've just always been a saver and you know I thought I had it going on but it wasn't until recently when I started paying more attention and then finding out things and applying those things that I became intentional in every area as it relates to certain things so that's what we have to change we have to change that mentality of just you know being willfully ignorant is what I like to call it yeah, when you're when you're choosing to, to not do anything about your situation and you're letting your situation or you're succumbing to your situation or letting it overcome you because right we are more than conquerors regardless of what anybody has to say yeah the, the thing you cried about two years ago when is the last time you thought about that thing it's long it's gone long right gone. so we are overcomers we are more than conquerors, and we can get over any you and everything. I don't want another one. I don't want another one. I'm full. I'm hot. And I'm about to start sweating up in this piece. Y'all start seeing me getting all, all glossy and chicken greasy. It is not. It is not nothing else but this Victoria's Secret coming up out my pores because it don't belong there. It don't belong there. Yeah, my bad. I just thought maybe you wanted so, to, you know, let top off. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good on that. But I think that you hit the nail on the head talking about being intentional. Like, you have to be intentional about the things that you... If you're not intentional about the choices and the things that's going on in your life... Life itself is going to teach you. Mm-hmm. Life has taught me so many lessons and whipped my ass so much. And I used to be one of those people who, not even intentionally, but unintentionally blamed my parents or my upbringing or lack of um, financial education on somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Because I saving wasn't a thing in my household one parent wanted to save one parent didn't one parent just spent 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 the other one didn't or didn't always have a voice and so um I fed off of one person's the way that they did things and so that's the way that I did things and um it was trash and then when I realized that it was trash instead of just immediately saying hey I'm gonna fix that thing I just blamed my trashy ways on them and then it was but that was trash. Yeah. Because guess what? I don't care what anybody teaches you. We we are all products of our environment. Yes. One way or another. We are yes. products of our environment. However, you can be a product of your environment and choose to do things the exact same way or learn from them and learn what not to do. Right. So, or once you realize that whatever it is you're doing is an issue, it's not good, it's not healthy change it yeah like point the finger because guess what that doesn't work and sometimes 
it's not healthy and not only is it not healthy it's not fair because sometimes people do the best that they can with what they can and if nobody taught them and they didn't know that it was wrong and they've been making it maybe barely but they've been making it all of this time they don't know and it's not fair for some things for us to blame our parents on some things when all they're trying to do is just you know provide and take care of their kids and all of the things that they are supposed to do. And so life had to check me. Life had to humble me. And life has humbled me a lot, <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. to uh, realize that, okay, sis, you need to change this thing. You need to do things differently. Yeah. And when you stop pointing the finger, then your situation can change. Yeah. But it's not going to change until you stop focusing on what you didn't have, what you didn't know, what this and that. Like, that doesn't change anything. Pointing the finger and playing the blame game. Not at all. Doesn't change or help anything. So you may as well suck it up. Yep. Learn from it and get over it. Yep. Get over it. Get over it. And I think... That's where we're going to end today's episode of this uh, baked potato and hamburg cheeseburger mukbang. Mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> and we're probably going to sit here and record another video. So we're just getting started with the drinks. If you want to hear what comes next, stay tuned. Bye. <gasps> I did not sing a song. <laughs>